1: Hey guys, it's Naylor. I have a big favor to ask of you. I know you just clicked play on this podcast, but before you get settled in, can you do me a big favor and go into the app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe? And while you're there, click download so you don't get any interruptions due to spotty service. This way you can fully enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it.
0: Here we go.
1: Well, thanks everyone for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR. I'm here in North Carolina with Chris with Hall & Stahl Landscaping. How you doing, Chris? I'm
2: doing pretty good, doing pretty good, doing pretty good, trying to get through the year and uh, see what's in store for
1: us next year. Yeah. I, I, I was trying to remember, what is it, Knight, Nightdale? Is that where we are? We are in Nightdale, North, North Carolina, which is not too far from Raleigh, I believe, correct? Uh, it's
2: About a five-minute ride to downtown.
1: There you go. So that's what I thought, just to give people some perspective if they've never heard of Nightdale and, you know, try to let everyone know where we are here. Because I was in North Carolina, a different side of North Carolina, High Point, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. not too long ago with Mitchell and some of the guys over there. So always trying to put that into context. So, And um, you've got quite the story, and I've done... A few different videos with you get to know the pro so those of you that want to see you know some more details about that and some some visual backstory of chris's story you know go ahead on my uh, youtube channel at lcr and check out the get to know the pro playlist because I did an original video with you at a different house and then we, uh, I came back for kind of like a recap and you were in the middle of getting this house was going to start getting built and this, you had this property that's and you, nice. you had all these big plans. You wanted to shop and all that. I was like, wow, that's, that sounds awesome. And here I am sitting in your new house and you showed me your, your new shop yeah. and. Wow, like that's it's it's a nice house, a nice place. Congratulations. Thank you, you. And you, you the last time I was here you had gotten married and I mean how's 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 all that going, man? <laughs> well,
2: uh I will say that 2020 um has definitely been the year of new. Um yeah. uh so uh I don't know where to start. Uh, <laughs> I guess I will say that uh, you know um the business started growing yeah, and uh me and my wife were also not very happy where we were currently living just with uh the neighbors mm-hmm. uh, and having to keep my equipment parked around and people were starting to you know take notice and complain,
1: all the equipment and all that yeah right
2: and so um we were also planning on you know getting married the budget and and so forth realistic right. things and right. so we had looked for some land And uh, I had found a small, small parcel and she had found a few. And then we had teeter tottered about, you know, how about we just find a house that's already got land. Right. But then you have to take into consideration, you know, upgrades. What if it needs, you know, $50,000 worth of repair work? Are we really ready for that? right? And so we had, she had found this plot of land that we're, we're at right now. We said, well, let's go take a look at it. And lo and behold, uh, the seller was already out here and the seller also got us in connection with a builder mm. and it was just like, well, we're getting, we got engaged, we purchased, purchased land, the house is being built. Um, you know, and we had, you know, getting a shop, which is what we were at earlier. I was giving you a little tour. Right. And so I knew like this can be, you know, this is going to be the next step. To have some infrastructure to where now I can comfortably conduct business instead of having to be on the road and moving trucks and trailers around and trying to find a parking spot, you know, three blocks up around. We knew that if if we can if we can make this work, we can take business to the next level, and she can still work at home. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it it, it definitely looks great, and I, I've been kind of keeping tabs uh, on you th- through uh, Instagram, and and uh, that's it's kind of one of the reasons why why I've I've, I've kind of come back multiple times because your story just keeps evolving. And and to be honest, it's, it's, it's pretty inspirational. So for, for those that have never heard of you, haven't seen my videos or anything like that, why don't you give us like a, a little backstory about how you got started into, like how long ago did you get started into this industry? Why? And, you know, kind of like that whole thing.
2: Okay. So for, for those of that, you are are new to this whole thing here. Um, you know, just my whole backstory, uh, I'm I was adopted when I was a month old. And uh, this is also breaking news, but I just recently met my biological mother after 37 years. Wow. Uh, But then to get involved in the green industry, um, like I had said in the first Get to Know the Pro, Mm -hmm. uh, it started off when I had to change my life around through a rehab. Mm -hmm. And the rehab just so happened to have a lawn care division to help fund the program. And I I fell in love with it right away. Yeah. And I said, you know, I'm going to do this for myself. Someday in the future, and I learned you know, how to use all the equipment, and it was really basic—just you know, mowing the lawn, pruning some bushes, you know, aerating with what, with what we what we had, and it right. was nothing. Was great. It right. was old equipment, uh, and then as you get through that program, you search for employment, and I'd went and worked for a lawn care company called. Uh, it was brickman. Now it's oh, right, and then I'd went and worked for another company with my other friends, mm-hmm. and all this time I. Like I said, you know, I want to learn everything so I can take away and work for myself, right. and then I ended up getting fired, which was the best thing that ever happened because <laughs> i I didn't know how to leave the company right because n- n- you know very few large companies are paying the groundsman enough just enough to stick around, yeah, but I said, well, so if I leave i'm going to leave with nothing, but if if I get fired, i'm forced to do it. I'm right. either forced to go work for somebody else or I can start my own dream and instead of making my employer rich, I can make myself wealthier. Right. And I've been trying to chip away at that stone ever since. And I, I enjoy every minute of it. I enjoy the, the struggle, uh, the reward because you you, you know, you, you put in your own and you get that. Mm-hmm. So you really feel like I I created this, I'm responsible, this is my reward. If I want more, I have to do more. Right. Instead of just waiting around and saying, Well, I'm gonna you know, not to knock anybody who's working for a, a landscape or a lawn, right. it's employer, but it truly is a privilege to, you know, go out there and, you know, put yourself in the race and say, I'm going to finish this thing.
1: Right. I yeah, like it. I love for it. sure. Well, that, that, that's a great summary there for, uh, for sure. You did a great job su- summarizing that up. I also want to say, uh, I, I remember the first time I met you and forget to know the pro, uh, was it true that, uh, that you said that, lawn care saved your life basically right
2: yeah Yeah. so
1: but we we don't have to go into all that (laughs) (laughs) we we so guys go ahead and check out the the youtube video get to know the pro chris went into great detail of that part of his backstory yeah. where he struggled with substance abuse and all kinds of things to get him to this point and i, I you know he, you have such an inspirational story just from that alone but then watching you progress i mean at the time that we did get to know the pro you were like all the rest of us that were starting out a truck a trailer a couple of mowers and you were just hitting the ground getting running yeah. you know just getting after it you were thinking about you know uh, how do I get the right clients? How do I, you know, get contract or, you know, like agreements, yearly agreements and, you know, employees and just thinking about all the stuff that everyone tries to think about when you want to grow your business and thinking about all these goals and and just, just having that really great hustle, you know, mindset and being positive. And then I came back last year because I saw a lot of, a lot of movement, you know, in, in that regards mm-hmm. on social media and saw you at the GIE and all that. And you had one of your employees with you and a lot of different ch- transitions, you know, where you had, you know, employees come and go and, increasing the amount of work that you had um and like I said in the beginning of this episode uh you know how you were having a house built and you have land and a shop and now here we are coming back again another year <laughs> and here you have multi, you have two trucks and trailers and you know you've got a, a guys working for you you've got a shop beautiful house so there's a great progression there that's very inspirational for anyone that either wants to get into this business or is struggling with this business I will end by saying uh, my portion of this by saying that your that episode of Get to Know the Pro, the first one, there are so many comments. It's it's amazing to me yeah, how how the content will find the right people, right? You know, and right. and there are so many people, and that's why I like to do this stuff, whether it be a video, a podcast, or both. Because to get this message out there for people, it it just finds the right people, and and it hopefully will help people get out of a tough situation, or just inspire people to keep going if they're struggling or they hit they hit a tough spot. And so many people commented on that episode that they connected with either they were struggling with substance abuse or they did or whatever the circumstances were. There's just that connection there. So you really have a great story, and that's why I want to kind of get. Now we're at this point to kind of. Talk about where you're at now and where your future lies.
2: Well, you you know certainly, Naylor, you definitely touched on a lot of points there, uh, which I will admit I still don't have all the answers to, like how to get the right kind of client. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but we're all uh, learning. We are, and it's a it's you know you you, you're you're always rookie for life,
1: exactly.
2: (laughs) And you know your name is also a very inspiration because nobody is ever at the top, like. Even the largest companies, they're forever trying to improve. Right. There's no, or
1: they should be at least. <laughs> the ones that don't are the ones that disappear.
2: Right. But yeah. forever, it's 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 continuing education in the profession that you're doing. Right. I should say, if that if that works. Absolutely. Um, uh, like you know, we don't we, we all don't have the answers. But I would I would say one thing that I'm constantly being told to do by my biggest supporter, which is my wife, is to you need to stop comparing to everybody else. Everybody else has their own starting point. Some people could have a PhD in business. And so they they are laser focused on the business part and they might not have all the best equipment, but they, are, they know how to generate the lead, get that lead, charge the right way. And they started out with that kind of education versus me, I started out with knowing how to use some of the most basic pieces of equipment. How to price the property? I had have, I have no idea. And when I first started out, I, I, I had, I, this is what it's costing. This is what I'll do it for. Write me a check at the end of the month. Right. Come to find out, like I was barely getting by, and now some of the things that I'm focused on now, further down the road, is when you get an employee. That yeah. is probably uh, even if it's one, it, if you're just.
1: Testing, yeah, just just one part just time for a the, couple of days right, or something. Yeah, right.
2: You have to realize right then and there when you do that first week. Right then and there, you will t- you will be able to figure out either I don't make enough money or these aren't I'm not charging enough, and, and that is where the whole game changes when you start have when you start realizing that in order to grow, you are going to have to hire, and with hiring comes a a, a totally different look at your numbers, and so now that's where we're at now. And so um, the last year, and I believe part of the year prior, I believe, or was it last year? I think it was last yeah, year. Yeah, it was last
1: year, that the had, last time I was here, yep.
2: I had, a, I, had a, I had a hired on a guy who was looking for work. Mm-hmm. And you know I went out of my way for these guys. I'd pick them up in the morning, I'd take them home after work, because I was like, I want to make this work. If I'm going to test it out, I'm going to test it out in the worst conditions, because mm-hmm. anything better will be more fruitful. Um, but I quickly realized that, you know, they all knew a little something. Some of these guys caught on very, very well, believe it or not. Like you show them how to use a walk behind mower and they loved it. They were in, they were, and they they,
1: were going for it. Or they
2: tell me all my, 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 my weed eating is not all that. I'd say, man, it's go with what you know. (laughs) Right. And they blew me away. But it still made me take a much closer look at how to run the inner workings of the business, because that's where. Ultimately if you can't run the business, other than you know, using the equipment, it's one thing. Right. Knowing, you know, stripe a lawn or prune a bush or do right. a tight edge on something. Right. We can all do that second nature with our eyes closed. But focusing on the administrative part of the business is really where is it your engine.
1: Yeah, that's the if dollars that's, and cents it, right there.
2: It, and that's the dollars and cents will make the wheels turn around here. Yeah. And so that's now where I am at going forward is how to dial in the right client that can then afford to have a, to have employees there because if, if if you can't charge right can't put your guys on the property right even though you know I'm not going to get you know micromanaged into it but yes some of the properties that we do have in the we do have mm-hmm. will you know a lot of it's going to pay for labor some of these properties might pay for just you know drive time for the route yeah some of this is take home some of it's for other expenses but if if they're not right it's not going to work out in the end and you don't want to you know, hire on your grade, you know, ace one worker to then find out I can't keep you around because the properties aren't right. Right. Because then you'll never get him back. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, for, you know, people that are more advanced, I would say that, you know, if in order to keep your employees, you have to pay them as much as you can without hurting yourself. That's the number one I right. I was told by a mulch supplier it's the number one rule. You have to pay them as much as you can Without hurting yourself because they have no problem going on down the road to get into the job. Right. And they could have been your diamond.
1: Yeah, it's definitely challenging, right. as we all know, with employees to find employees and to keep employees. So there's so many components involved in there. And I'm always curious to hear when, when anyone does have employees, part-time, full-time or whatever, what their perspective is. So you kind of were touching on that a little bit there. And I know last year you were kind of struggling, like, man, it's hard to find and keep guys and all there that. Just a, just like the rest, just like most people, there right? So, is but a labor have, yeah, there is a you shortage. Yeah, there is. But it looks like you, you found, what, would you have two guys now or?
2: well, I've only always ever had one okay but I've, like I've one consistent one consistent, mm-hmm. but i've they've always been full time okay I had one guy last year for six months, and he he started getting you know some uh um he was becoming a liability, I should
1: say okay Respect about that okay
2: and he had a bunch of other problems at home right. and I just you know I felt like it's it's lingering in towards work right, and we're not able to do okay, so I let him go mm-hmm. and uh, not very long uh I had hired. Um, I had actually very in a brief moment, I had let him go uh just after aeration season in October, mm-hmm. and then I had hired another guy named James who we had previous relationships prior at other companies okay and this guy he when he was a workhorse, he was the true bull, but he didn 't really have you know the mental management department, mm-hmm. and I was really looking for somebody to to do that so I could step out of the field all he knew was the labor yeah. And so again, I was, you know, my, I had, the, I had the properties right to afford for one, but not two. So I had to then figure out, okay, I'm going to have to then speed through, get home, do all the administrative work and then get my rest. Right. And then he, of course, you know, had his own set of problems. And so what we're now facing also is, you know, you have to hire the, if you hire, if, if you're at a point where you can hire a full-time employee. Mm-hmm. And it's your first one and you are ready to stick with that
1: mm-hmm.
2: he has to check off all the boxes
1: that's a good one it, right there
2: my wife tells me consistently if you hire and when you do your first one to make sure that it it meets it has to meet all your needs right because it's it's the first time yeah and you you have you don't have a whole lot of margin of error so now going into 2021 we are set to get the right kind of client we are set to hire the right time employee they have to have a license. But furthermore, they have to be able to get to and from work. If you can't get to your work, it doesn't matter if you have a license. You're not able to, to show up. They, they, have, they have to have a license so that way if they need to drive, they are able to. Mm-hmm. Their driving record has to be pretty clean because it costs us insurance to have them covered. Because legally, if you can't put them on the road, there's not insurance. That's yeah. it's a liability itself. Yeah. Uh, and then they have to, have, they have to meet in certain criteria for its experience. All we have a we have a test plot in the backyard. We have a test plot in the front lawn. Upon hiring in an interview, you will run all the equipment. Mm, you will yeah. mow the lawn. You yeah. will blow. You will weed eat. You will edge. You will show us that you are familiar with this equipment. If in you when you hire when you apply, we are looking for someone with experience. Yeah. But they have to prove to us that they have it. Right. Because in the past we've had people show up say I know how to use a weed eater, and they have no idea how to load the thing with string. Right. So it, we yeah. there's we have a checklist now, and she does some of the hiring as well. She makes sure that their license is correct, uh, that their his, criminal history. We will work with you on that, depending mm-hmm. on what they are, if there are any. Okay, and I'm really more of, can you use the equipment? Like you said, you could, and right. then we go out in the field, and then you're on a you know probationary period. And right. That's how that's how our plan is to go forward. But like I said, nothing is.
1: Right. 2021. And have you just you know, been learning all this on the go or is some of this based off of experience from other, you know, from Brickman or our peers or mentors, social media, or is it, there's a lot of trial and error? I,
2: I would say a lot of it has to come from my wife. She, okay. um, she is a, she's a, she's a blessing.
1: That's she awesome. She
2: is, um, you know. Like, if I could hire her, I would, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe you'll be able to one day. You never well, know. I gotta, you know,
2: we've got to you really gotta keep hit grinding
1: home. it out. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. you know. Well, I wanna transition into um, from employees and then that part of your business into uh, the services that you offer and, and what you wanna kind of focus in more going going forward. Mm-hmm. But first, we're just gonna take a quick break and listen to our sponsors. Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine are family owned and operated and conveniently located in Midlothian, Virginia. They can provide you with the latest and best in outdoor power products to make your outdoor living more enjoyable. Combine this wide array of selections with their friendly and knowledgeable staff and they're convinced Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine will become your only stop for all of your outdoor power needs. Go to TerrySmallEngineRepair.com or click the link in the show notes for locations and more details. Hey guys, it's Naylor. Has there ever been a guest that you were listening to on a podcast that you wanted to ask a question that just wasn't asked? Well, now's your opportunity. Send me an email at rookie at gmail.com. Tell me who you want me to interview, what question you want to ask them, and for that matter, if there's any questions you have for me that you want me to answer, and I may give you a call and answer the questions live on the air. All right, we're back with Chris, and we were just got done talking about uh, pretty much like staffing and, and trying to find the right employees and how to keep them and everything. And now we're just going to transition into the services that Chris offers, uh, from where he started to where we're at now to what what he's going forward trying to really focus in on. Mm-hmm. So why don't you kind of give us the the uh, the roadmap there?
2: So uh, the the name Haul and Install started when uh, my wife and I. Started we're sitting down and we said, well, what, what do you want to be? Do you want to just be, you know, Chris's lawn mowing? And I said, no, I don't want to just be one subset of the landscape industry. I wanted to make sure that I could cover all the bases so that way I can generate revenue from all of them, from lawn mowing to landscape installation. Okay. That way we're not just targeting one specific, you know, one, yeah. one, one, one kind of customer.
1: Yeah. Diversify. Um,
2: right. And so we, you know, in the beginning, and still now, uh, our bread and butter is lawn maintenance, but we are now starting to veer away from posting all of the beautiful lawns that we maintain because we want to, uh, we want to go in the direction of outdoor living. Okay, that's where people will invest more of their money. True. You know, to, yeah. You know, we want to add an extension from your indoors outdoors. So with custom patios. And so now we are building a portfolio of our pattern designs. Now they're only concepts, but it t- helps give the potential client um, some visualization of what they can have in their backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so our tagline also, when we had, this year we had revamped everything. We had revamped the website. We got a new hoster, um, a marketing team. And I said, well, a tagline. And the tagline is, and I know it's a long one, there are some <laughs> shorter, but the tagline is outdoor relaxation is the reason to have a beautiful landscape. And it's I, I love it. Yeah. I, nice. I, I I I think it looks great. Everybody can say, yeah, you know, you might want to switch it around or whatever, but outdoor relaxation is the reason to have a beautiful landscape. Why yeah. else wouldn't you want to out, you know, relax out there? Right. And so it is now geared towards a premium service. We we wanna we wanna build nice custom even if it squeezes into a tighter market versus you know blanket marketing the whole world if we can just grab a few of those clients a year we can do amazing work for them and so we are now transitioning from the you know the posting a bunch of lawns to now the landscaping and Mm. and so forth and whatnot
1: I also have seen, like, you have test plots, like you uh, alluded to earlier, right. for, for training purposes. I mean, that that's not the only purpose, but, I mean, you were talking about it for training purposes uh, at the time for your employees to use yes. those areas. But, I mean, it, it's your property, but I, you're also using it for more than just that, right? Like, yes. you're testing different... Products, chemicals, fertilizer—how much of what, right? So that you can kind of dive in deeper for that too, for yeah. your for your clients. Yeah. So in the back,
2: um, there is five thousand square feet, and um, that is for you know our maximum application rate. We want to we want to go with the max, and if it's really really hot out, you know, and it says to stay above under this, we want to go right up to that. We want to know how strong and healthy our grass is, so that way we are rest assured that our clients are going to get great results without having any der- any damage to the turf. And in the front, we have one that is also a test plot, but they're both different so we can see different results. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also plan on building um, a large size patio back there with a sitting wall and a fire pit. Um, and the whole thing down the road is to be able to bring clients here and say, Hey, if you want to see what the results can be, come check out our office, our shop, and you can, test the grounds and if you have any questions you can look and see that this is what we can get and this the test pots are not irrigated so if your lawn is irrigated you're you're already on a, a you
1: already have an advantage right. right right
2: and so if it works here it'll definitely work yeah. there and we only target irrigated lawns because some of the applications we put down need to be watered in right and right people who have an irrigated lawn are most likely going to invest in it. They're not going to have your relation right. to not use it right. from time to time, at least.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's an awesome idea. Yeah. I, I like how you said You know, the whole goal is to be able to use like your property, you know, your shop as as a portfolio, which you know, I, I I there's a lot of people that do that, you know, whether it be from a hardscaping standpoint, you know, or or whatever they're doing, just to show that, and and I think that's great, and the, and I can totally envision that the way where your where your location is and the way your property is and all that that that, that that's an awesome idea. Um, so and something else that I want to touch on that we talked about off air, uh, you, you're really trying to focus on condensing your amount of clients. So instead of having like a ton of mow, blow and go type clients, you're trying to have, you know, half of that, you know, if not less yes. of like 12 month, you know, year round, everything, you know, for those clients, you know, whether it's fertilizing, mowing, shrubs, mulch, leaf removal, leaf removal. I right. mean, full, full year, aeration, and seeding. obviously mm-hmm. like all the stuff charge, you know, as much as you need to charge to be as profitable as you need to be and be that, have that, that loyalty for, for those clients. And then you have kind of like that hand picked group of clients. So you're, you're, like you said, you're getting more with less. Uh, right. So this way you don't have to have a ton of clients yeah. just to make that same revenue with, with less profit ultimately, because if you're doing more with, with less, your profit actually goes up.
2: So, um, you know, trying to get, trying to get the client's, I, at the very beginning, I I tried to get anything and everything I could. We I, all did, I, I, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I didn't really, you know, you know, tra- traveling an hour to go, you know, mow a lawn for forty dollars.
1: Yeah, that's harsh. A, a,
2: a, yeah, but yeah. you look at the lawn and oh, it looks so great. Yeah. And then you are like, but man, like,
1: like. I but can't. then you throw a guy in a truck with you, and that's like it's, you said. You realize, you're, wait a minute, <laughs> you are
2: just throwing money away. Yeah, you are just
1: paying. Yeah, you are <laughs> basically paying the, the right. customer to mow their lawn <laughs> exactly. at that point. <laughs>
2: um, so. um Um, but now we are focused on route density, which should be every lawn maintenance providers. One of their, one of their sole focuses because if you can keep your, your route dense, Mm -hmm. your overhead costs are much lower. Right. Drive time, fuel, uh, everything is, you're not spreading yourself too thin. Right. Uh, but we have, we, so some of the software you use to help make those adjustments is a basic uh Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Uh we've had Excel in as one of our softwares since the very beginning. Yeah. Uh my wife uh helps create that and we can we always have a couple of backups mm-hmm. so we can make changes to one or the other and see how it reflects. Um, and we've we quickly learned that we can use that because all a lot of these other programs are backed up by Microsoft software. Some of their Inner workings; they all are derivative from that, from the formulas. And we said, well, there's no reason to spend, you know, two to four hundred dollars a month if you're willing to take the time to learn it on your own. Mm-hmm. It can do everything for you. It can have an overhead recovery system in there. It can tell you exactly how much all of your equipment's going to cost you by the hour, by the day, by the week, by the month, by the year. So you know, these are a couple of things I needed to cover for. Um, but route density is one of the big things that you know. We are paying paying special attention to, but everybody should spe- pay uh, a little bit more attention to that. Uh, so, like you said, Naylor, less is actually more. Instead of having, you know, I always, you know, heard people say, "Oh, well, you know, we we may maintain, you know, 250 accounts," and it's like, man, that that's awesome. Like you have multiple crews out there, you're able to show off to the to the your area right. because we've got. Know, this All truck, these trucks and trailers and everywhere looks so yeah. cool and the, even your competition's like man like I see them here and there it, 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 it is right. a great feeling right but like maybe not everybody's really meant to have 250 accounts true who knows what kind of staffing they have they could have you know in order to get that kind of work you've got to like go on every single lead you've right. got to want that yeah and that is it 250 is, invoices yeah. that there's 250 things that can go wrong. Yep. you could have 250 broken windshield uh, win- windows from a rock kicking out.
1: Yeah, more employees
2: that you have to deal with, or there's 250 mad clients. <laughs> yeah, or
1: 250
2: clients that you're not going to get to that week because it rained. Right, and that's that many emails you have to. And, ah, I'm sorry, Mr. Johnson. Sorry, Mr. Stevens. So right, so it, there's
1: different different things for you know different challenges for each situation, right. and you got to find your sweet spot and then see what's what works best for you. So you're you're leaning more of the right. of the the Smaller version we, of that,
2: yeah, it's much, much smaller. <laughs> right. Where, um, so we have a two, we have a two, a five, and a seven-step program mm-hmm. for both types of grass, warm season and cool season, because we are in the transition zone down here in Raleigh. Right, we have the opportunity to, to cultivate and grow and maintain virtually all types of grass, right. whether it's zoysia, Bermuda, fescue, or bluegrass. Mm-hmm. There's the cool and the warm in there, um. But we are targeted towards a type of client that is willing to, to, to pay for a premium service. We we want the client to know that the long service we provide is an investment mm-hmm. that will bring you peace of mind, which is in a way it's to help filter. So yeah, it could we, we might condense, you know, our uh, our county's population from five hundred thousand down to twenty thousand. But out of the, those twenty thousand, those are the ones we want. We yeah. don't need five hundred thousand. Right. We just want those twenty. Right. And so, out of that twenty, we might only get maybe fifty. But that fifty is we we've calculated it n- numerous times, and that right there at the price points that we're at can definitely generate to take care of our employees without having to overflow them with hundreds of accounts. They don't have to run around the world. Right. So tons of problems. So tons that's of work. why yeah. if you do the math less is more as long as you know as long as you have your things your your numbers dialed in right less can be more
1: yeah definitely interesting points there for sure and uh, i i lean on the side of kind of a little bit of both like kind okay. of being somewhere in the middle just because um you know i i meant to say this off off air but i, I didn't get a chance uh i forgot but Basically, the one like one of the reasons why like not going all commercial, for example, because then you kind of put all your eggs in one basket. Like each commercial account might be worth you know ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, and if you lose one commercial account, that's a huge chunk. Absolutely. And it's the same thing with if it's a very similar thing in my mind anyway. If you have like you know a small amount of residential clients that you do everything for. And now they're worth 7,500 or 10,000 or 5,000 and you lose one of those, that's also a big chunk. So I think a lot of people's mentality is when you have a large quantity of residential, if you lose a couple, if you lose like one of them at 1,500 a year, maybe, or maybe even 2,000, depending on how big the property is. And Mm -hmm. and if you're just mow blowing, going and maybe a couple of the stuff throughout the year, you know, maybe 2000 bucks. that's less of a blow when you lose one of those. And you know that there's going to be three more where that came from, if not more. So right. different types of mentality, different... I think a lot of it has to do with your area, where you are, what you want to do, what you want to deal with, what you think you can manage. You know, like you said, not everyone... Can and wants to manage 250 clients. It's a lot, and you know, but but there's pros and cons to all there of it. Lot. You know, if they lose 50 of those 250, right. it's not going to kill their exactly. business. They can still pay their guys, they can still pay their bills, right. all this kind of stuff. So, uh, where if they only have 40 <laughs> yes. and making the same revenue, but they, there's probably higher profit. But if you lose two of those 40, you're like, that's you're hurting
2: $20,000 a year, Yeah, exactly. Right? So now
1: you're like, yikes, that's like <laughs> one part-time guy's salary or something, <laughs> yes, you know? So but, you mean, really got to start thinking, you know, so, so, so I'm just saying, I'm just, I like to play devil's advocate with everything. You know, that there, there's no right or wrong answer. We all have to find our own way, our own sweet spot, our, you know, our own setup, our own services. What do we want to do? What do we feel passionate about? What area do we live in? Are we in a, a dense residential? Are we in a large acreage rural area? Or is there both like, so? You know, so you kind of figure it out for yourself, right? You know.
2: Um, so speaking of you know losing a client, mm-hmm. because if you if you you know if you go with the mindset less is more, and mm-hmm. you know we we did have last year we we actually well actually two years ago we acquired an HOA. It was my first real HOA. I had you know, commercial, right?
1: Other than what well, was had, it? Just like the main grounds, or did the, you have a bunch of houses to take care of too, like the zero maintenance? So section? we
2: had. Um, we started off, I started off with doing a saw job for the president. Okay. I didn't even know at the time. And she had asked and said, you know, hey, we're not happy with the guy. Mm-hmm. I said, that sounds great. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I told her, I said, well, how about, you know, after we do the saw job, we'll come through here and we'll walk the property and you'll mm-hmm. let me know where where you need services and whatnot. Because this was still new to me too. I right. I didn't, I, I was. I but guess, you saw the opportunity unchartered though. Unchartered waters. Right. But, and she said, well, we need this here and there. And I said, well, are you looking for, you know, full out? And she said, no, we just need, you know, a mowing blow. I said, great. Right. I can think I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I already told her, I said, well, we're going to upsell a few things here because you're, you want this place to look better. And she was right. very new at H president. She okay. had only been a, the H.O.A. president for two months. So you guys are both going into this new. Right. And so I felt that was the perfect opportunity for us to learn it together. Right. And, uh, she had also told me that, you know, Aside from there were single family homes, and then there was going to be um, 150 townhomes built, and she wanted me to have that as well. Wow. and People had said, you know, hey, you know, that is that's where it's at. If you can go in there and charge per unit. Anywho, long story right. short, um, the the building of it, it took forever. You know, oh, all gotcha. that stuff. Yeah. And we had we had the the grounds, um, and something had happened with the vice president. Mm. Well, we had made it, we had agreed on a change, but she didn't notify the vice president. Mm. So the vice president wasn't happy. We had a zoom meeting and the vice president told me to my face that the changes that I made look like bleep. Wow. And I said, if you're going to talk to me like that, you know, I'm I'm not the guy you want and I lost it.
1: Right. But so what did you learn from that experience?
2: (laughs) That, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've learned yet because
1: <laughs> it was an experience. That's it was for an sure. experience. Yeah. You
2: know, I, I, I gave them everything that I could. I sacrificed and my price, they even set. So the, how the thing started to unravel was I came in there very, very desperate. Mm. I knew that I want the opportunity to build the relationship. So I said, I'll keep my prices low. Right. And my price was already cutthroat. Right. And then they said, well, how about we go weekly?" Well, I didn't increase. I stayed there. Uh, so now I'm doing, you know, twice the work yeah. for every half the cost. Yeah. And things started going wrong. You know, it was, it was, it was all crabgrass. If yeah. You, anybody knows what that is. Right. Wild weeds. Yeah. And, you know, at two weeks they grow over the edge of the sidewalk. Yeah. So the people would say, well, he's never edging. it." I said, we are. We have to literally it do it. But it
1: grows and like, yeah, you have to do it every time. Right. Yeah.
2: And so I said, well, it'll look great today. It'll look good next week. But the week after that, you swear I wasn't here. Right. There's nothing I can do. She said, well, can you do a better job? And I had said, so you told me that my prices are cheap. You're asking me for a better job, but you're not offering any more money. Right. And that's what started that's what's the catalyst because gotcha. I put them in their place yeah. and I could see it on the zoom screen that they had already made their minds.
1: Right. Up. Right.
2: So at that point I said, when she had came in there, the vice president, yeah. I said, if that's how you can talk, I'm not the guy for you. Yeah. Because you're asking me for more right. for paying more, but right. you already cut me in half.
1: Yeah. Well, that's well, that's smart Um, then, though, on your part to make sure I vented. Oh, no, that's really help
2: anybody. (laughs) You you may have.
1: You never know. (laughs) I mean, but but you you stuck to your guns and you told them and rather than sticking in 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 that uncomfortable, unprofitable relationship and job, at least you were able to to get out of it, you know, like, you know, regardless of how long you went dealing with that, you, you, you got your way out of it. And I think a lot of people unfortunately get stuck in that and they don't even know what to do or how to get out of it or if they can get out of it or whatever, but you need to know that it's your, it's your business. It's your job. It's you, you are the boss of you. So why let's, yes, they're your client and all that, but that doesn't mean they can push you around and, 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 you know not pay you what you need to be paid and and just kind of abuse you like that you know so well, you you have to be able to speak up for yourself and 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 take charge like you did
2: exactly and uh you know but it, it's one of the things to where you know like as as years go by the, even those things are you kind of get to shrug them off mm-hmm. because it's like you know what this is that was nothing like i that and it was now you know it was it wasn't even a year ago it was just really and October twenty twenty. Oh when, wow. When it went bad. Uh, wow. Mm, more like September. Yeah. I lost yeah. it. But yeah. I, I knew it. Mm-hmm. I was like, and you know, like at least it's happening at the, going into next year. Right. Right. Twenty twenty has not been great for anybody. Yeah. It, you yeah, know, it's, it's been it's a been, challenging year for sure. Yeah, it's been some challenges, but uh, you know, uh just on a side note here, um they had stated uh, um the some green industry, something something Had stated that uh, um, there has been more landscaping sold in 2020 than in any other year because of people having idle time to sit down and finish projects in their backyard. So it really depends on where you're at. For the green industry, I didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't see it explode. We didn't explode. That's what we were thinking. Like 2020, 2020 vision, you're going to explode, but it was the exact opposite. But you know. My wife has constantly told me, you know, you need to be very grateful that you've been able to survive this because in other industries, people... Oh,
1: yeah. They've been completely destroyed. Right. Think of the movie industry. It's, right. just, it's
2: rough. So I'm Theater just,
1: shut down indefinitely. And, like.
2: and so here I am talking to you at the end of the year and able to rehash, and it's actually making me feel very grateful that I've
1: been able to be in charge and still pull through. Right, and talk about goals for next year in the same business and growing that business. So 100%, that's that's a great way to end this episode with gratitude for 2020 for uh, those of you that, you know have been lived through 2020 and know what's going on. It's been insane. It's, it's been a challenging year, but, uh, here's to 2021 (laughs) for sure. If anyone wants to connect with you on social media, I know Instagram haul and install landscaping, right? You got a lot of great info out there. That's where you can find
2: us at. And, uh, you know, you find us on Facebook as well, but Instagram is mostly where we were most active. Mm -hmm. Uh, it seems to be, uh, the, the trending thing these days. It's, it's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Reach me.
1: You can find me there. Awesome. Well, thanks Chris for letting me come to this beautiful house and shop that you have here and I look forward to keep following along your story as time goes on and I wish you all the best.
2: Yeah, well thank you very much another. I appreciate it and I hope to talk to you soon as well.
1: Awesome.
0: Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.